stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. Hello, everybody. Hello. How's it going out there? Happy Monday. What'd you do this weekend? Tell us all about it. I want to hear it. I'll give you a second. Oh, sounds like fun. Yeah, it's oh, crazy. Oh, really? Did that really happen? That's nuts. Wild. Sounds like maybe some of you might have not had a good weekend. Uh, you, someone did that and they offended you or hurt you in some way. Uh, tell me who they are. Give me their address. I will find them for you. We well, got your back. Yeah, I'm Chad. And I'm Emily. And you're here on The Long Road Home. Minisode. Minisode. It's my turn this week. We're going to go ahead and get started. What have you got? What? I just like ate the microphone. What have you got for us, Chad? I have two stories, one involving Bill Gates and another about a strange series of disappearances. So the first we're going to we're just going to start out with Bill Gates. First off, I am pro Bill Gates. Don't know how I don't know how Bill Gates became so involved in all the deep state conspiracy theories, but that nerdy little man is not a problem. I don't know why anyone would think otherwise. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with the Gates. They seem to like actually want to try to give back and do good things for the world. But let's see what this article says. Yeah, well, you know what? Hot take. I'm going to go say it. Just because you don't understand technology does not mean it's black magic. Yes. So get over it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Bill Gates will have to wait a while to block the sun. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? So this is not necessarily this. The title is very misleading. Okay. It's definitely like I hope clickbait. So. Well, there's it was a controversial solar geoengineering experiment that was backed by Bill Gates. It's been postponed until at least 2022. Geoengineering is essentially like climate intervention or doing stuff, doing sending man-made things out in to try and like prevent climate change and stuff like that. So what they were trying to do, this was at Harvard University's Solar Geoengineering Research Program. They were going to launch a new study based in Sweden in June regarding researching, excuse me, the efficacy of blocking sunlight from reaching the Earth's surface. This comes from popularmechanics.com, by the way. Post the link in Discord. Hop in that Discord. Shout out to uh, Cool Beans who made an amazing emote for us. Yeah, it's a cool gray alien. Dude, Love I'm it. so stoked. He's adorable. Yes, it's sweet. So thank you for that. Go in there and check it out. She did a good job. So the Stratospheric Controlled Perturbation Experiment, or SCOPEX, just rolls off the tongue. Yes. It aimed to see how a tiny amount of aerosol in a trial would influence the immediate surroundings. By now, Harvard says it's delaying the study to examine the impact on Sweden itself as well as the indigenous Sami people who live in the region. So, like we said, geoengineering is the term for technologies that try to alter Earth's physical qualities on the largest scale possible. Cloud seeding is one of the examples that they give in this article, which is uh, chemtrails. <laughs> I knew it! I know, they're always after us. My mom actually called the Air Force about chemtrails when I was in high school, and it was a very big deal where I was because people did not understand what's going on, and honestly, uh, I didn't either, I guess. I just saw it and was like, that's weird. So The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. No, well, but basically what they're trying to do is prevent or reflect solar rays from entering Earth's atmosphere, reflect them out of the atmosphere, just to try and prevent global warming. It's been kind of a fringe idea for a long time, but now they're seriously considering this. The Scopex experiment sought to release just a small amount of aerosol material into the sky in a specific location. But now Harvard says even this must be considered in more detail and with ethical implications in mind. Well, how do you control that sort of thing? What do you mean? So if, right, they're trying to do an experiment and spray some sort of aerosol into the air to help block or reflect sun's rays, right? The sun rays. Okay, how do you control where that aerosol is? 
well, they were going to use a balloon. So ah, a high-altitude balloon, one of those okay. things that people often mistaken for UFOs. The Harvard scientists planned to launch a high-altitude balloon from Esrange Space Station in Kiruna, Sweden, to, quote, test whether it could in future carry equipment to release solar radiation reflecting particles into the Earth's atmosphere. But late last month, a Harvard advisory committee that was set up to study the project's ethical implications recommended pushing back the test until a more societal engagement process can be conducted to address issues related to solar geoengineering research in Sweden. It is likely to postpone the platform launch until 2022. You know, I think that that's okay if we postpone it a little bit. I feel like we probably should have our ducks in a row before we try to conduct something like this. No, there's probably some sort of an environmental study that needs to take place. But I, honestly, geoengineering is something that I think is going to be very important to us in the future because a lot of people don't want a solution now where they feel disenfranchised because a lot of the people they're talking about climate change are basically saying, well, it's too late. Right. Or we can only change it by this much. And that really disempowered, like, it makes people feel... Like, they can't do anything about it. Right. Well, then why would you make any small change? If if it's too late, you're no longer empowering people to yeah. to make any positive change Unfortunately, at all. a lot of people see it that way. Yeah. And it's really disappointing because I believe in science and I believe that we can change things. But there's a lot of blockheads out there that would think otherwise. And so in the, in the future, they're gonna be, those blockheads are going to be relying on geoengineering to save this planet. It might not be in our lifetime, but it will be at some point soon. So this is important stuff that they're doing. I get that there's a lot of concerns, but Bill Gates is a good guy. Harvard is okay for the most part. Uh, science, I believe in, and I think this is going to save humanity one day. Right, and they're not necessarily, they're not blocking out the sun. They're not just no, like spraying an aer- aerosol into the air. So No, it was, a, it was a targeted experiment. I do like the thought of, uh, oh, what are those big domes called? I just didn't understand how it could be targeted if it was an aerosol spray. You know what I'm saying? They're like, we'll spray it into the sky in this one specific location. Yeah. You're like, um... Yeah, that's not how because it's aerosol. They it are. Works. That's one of the big things is they're concerned about how it could affect the ozone because that was like a big problem with it. <laughs> right. But these are like this r- kind of reminds me like the very, very like teeny tiny baby steps towards something like a Dyson sphere, which envelops an entire star to absorb its energy. And that's one of like the part of like advanced civilization type stuff. And it's not going to like um, it's just going to cool the earth. It's not going to get rid of the sun, right? The, not gonna, this not gonna, or like, the Dyson sphere? This. This is only supposed to cool the earth. This is not going to block out the sun, but it's, it sort of works similarly. Is like, in essence, like a volcanic eruption. There's sort of like a, a layer in the atmosphere that the solar rays bounce back off of or they can't pass through. Would that affect um, people's vitamin D intake? I don't know. It's a lot of questions and a lot of stuff that they're <laughs> going to be answering in the future. So hopefully we'll, we'll get an update on this. Anywho, that's that story. Uh, Bill Gates, once again, still not the devil. He's a cool guy. I, he backs this. It's not his study, though, so just don't you know, don't mix that up. I think it's cool. Next up, we have something a little different. So this is actually something that I found on Reddit, uh, the subreddit Unso- Unresolved Mysteries. Uh, he posts a bunch of links to the sources that he got this information from on the subreddit. We'll post this in the Discord as well. So we're just going to read this. Uh, the title is The 2020 Disappearances of Tristan Sexton, Taylor Summers, and Taryn Summers from Emmett, Idaho. Two have been missing for over six months, and now another sibling has gone missing from the same area. What? Yeah, this is written by the uh, user Maddie Kate. Hello, I am back with a dot 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 cold but thawing out case from the gym state. This is a case that was starting to go cold, but things got really odd today, so I felt compelled to write about it. 
Idaho could have another unusual missing sibling case on its hands in the midst of the Daybell Vallow trial. Oh, this is a part of the Vallow trial. It's not part of it. They're saying like this is oh, it's just, just an, Idaho. An, yeah, more more Idaho <laughs> gotcha. stuff is going on. Okay. A lot of yeah, I forgot that they were from Idaho. What's yeah. going on over there? This is a very rushed write up, forgive the messiness. Tristan Connor Sexton, Taylor Summers, and Taryn Summers are three siblings who are from Emmett, Idaho. Emmett is the biggest city and county seat of Jim County. If that name sounds familiar, you may be correct. Emmett is the location of the famous disappearance and likely murder of Marie Ann Watson. Marie's daughter has done several write-ups on her mother's case and is an active member of this subreddit. This case has nothing to do with Marie, just something I wanted to note. On the evening of September 10, 2020, Tristan was last seen off Airport Road and Highway 52 in Emmett. Just over a month later, on October 19th, his sister Taylor went missing from the exact same location. What? Yeah, no one has heard from the teens since then. Unfortunately, this case has not gotten a lot of media attention. Even though it has been over seven months since Tristan was last seen, these have been dismissed as run-of-the-mill runaway teen cases. However, a major incident has happened today that has heated up the trail and brought new light to this case. On April 12th, 2021, Taryn Summers was seen on, you guessed it, Airport Road and Highway 52 in Emmett, Idaho. What? Taryn is only eight years old. She has been missing since Monday and was reported missing today to the public. As you can imagine, this has really flipped the case on its head. There is no way an eight-year-old would go missing of their own volition, and it is so odd and disturbing that three siblings went missing from the exact same location on separate occasions over the course of seven months. I will post the Google Maps image of the area. I'm unsure if this place on the corner of the intersection is the family's residence. There is nothing publicly known about the children's parents. No matter what, something disturbing is happening in the gym state. Where are the Sexton summer siblings? Where have the older ones been for the past seven months? And why did the youngest of the three go missing now? Who's involved in their disappearance? And if it is still a runaway case, what is their motive? Wow, that's yeah. weird. All right, Super I have strange. questions. I have questions. Ask away. I want answered. Um, what's up with the parents? Are the parents together or are the parents estranged? Is is there a is there a dad, stepdad, stepmom that has been or biological mom that's been removed from the family? That is somewhere in the periphery. You know, it's just interesting that all three siblings would go missing in the same place. So, like, is there is there a loved one or somebody that the kids would know that they're like hopping in the car with? Oh, like so maybe it's not necessarily like a kidnapping. It's them. Well, I guess the eight year old is definitely a kidnapping. I guess they all are. But it would be with like a with like. Yeah, that's what I want. Family members. Right. I want to know if there's any family members that are that are seeking custody. Yeah. Um, That's that's, that's one. That's like my first thing that comes to mind. And then second, yeah, I want to see this road for sure. What's yeah, but it's road? so scary. <laughs> I could just, it's just like, I feel like it looks creepy. Why is your third child the only, I mean, I don't know how many kids they have, so maybe they have more kids, but like you've had two kids go missing. Why is any of your children, why are any of your children being Why are they still there? Yeah. Why are they unsupervised? So then I think like they are either being supervised or maybe they were left with somebody that they were supposed to have known. Like, yeah, it's or so strange. Maybe the but parents let them get taken. Um, because I mean, the Vallows are from there, and so we've seen something similar to this has happened before. Maybe there's a reason that they are gone, which is very scary to think about. But it's this is a very strange thing the fact that all three of them and that they're all related all get taken from the same exact place in what less than a year or like right around a year, yeah, seven months. It's crazy. 
really nutso story. I hadn't heard about it. And I'm really surprised that I've, I haven't seen anything about this. And they're right. There has been no media attention about this. I guess we're too concerned about all the shootings happening right now. Yeah. Um, I this is really plenty, freaky. Plenty of gun violence in the news to keep our attention. This gives me like uh, true detective vibes. Dude, I'm instantly riled. You, I, I like... Yeah. I am instantly riled. <laughs> I want to go to Idaho. I want to see this freaking road. I want to retrace their steps. What is happening? I don't know. It seems like a gritty case. I hope whatever's going on, the investigators that are working it can figure something out. I'm sure uh, I'm going to try and keep tabs on this because yeah. I'm very interested in it and I want to know more about what's going on over there. But yeah. we wanted to make sure everyone, all of our listeners know about it too so they can keep tabs as well. If you see anything, let us know. But this is, I think, we'll, we'll see what happens in the coming year, I guess. I hope they're okay. Yeah. Keep your I fingers crossed, everyone. I hope it's not like everyone. the Valo case. I hope they're okay. Yeah, the Valo case is crazy. If you don't know what that is, guys, we should do like a Minnesota or an episode specifically on the Valos because totally. that's a that's a wild, funky story. Freaky Super fucking story. weird, like weird, deep Mormons, right? They were Mormons. They're bo- they were both Mormons. They were. That yeah. sounds about right. Valo and Daybell were both Mormons. The Mormon Church is a cult. I'm just gonna every time I bring up Mormons, I have to let everyone know because we that's really what's going on. Definitely cover that story. Yeah, that'd yeah, be a good one. That one's a that one's crazy. Yeah, it's still not even closed. All right, guys, that's it for me this week. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed my two stories for you. We'll be back on Thursday with our regular episode. And I uh, just want to thank everyone out there for listening. And being our Discord is growing, and I really appreciate all the love yeah. we've been getting once again. So thank you guys so much. We're going to have stickers for our new logo coming out soon, along with some extra merchandise that I'm Actual super merch. excited about. Yeah, I don't know what just came out of my mouth. But, um, yeah, so we're going to have some more stuff, so keep an eye out for that. But... Don't forget, you can find us on Discord, and you can find the link to our Discord at Instagram and Twitter at the underscore LRH underscore pod. Be sure to give us a follow on there as well. The Discord is growing. We appreciate all of our new members. We hope you'll stick around and enjoy what's to come because we've got a lot of stuff in the works. You can also find us on Facebook at the LRH pod, and you can reach us via email at the LRH show at gmail.com. If you want to contribute to the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the LRH podcast. There are three tiers on there. Each one is going to get you special recognition in the Discord. The upper tiers have some special merch stuff with them as well. So feel free to contribute to us in that way. We'd appreciate it. Also, if you're listening on Apple, don't forget, (laughs) click some of those stars. Give us a review. Let us know what you think, guys. That's going to help us get on that new podcast page. And we want so very bad to be on there. (laughs) <laughs> and we need your help to do it. So if you could do that, we would love you forever and ever and ever. Until you do it to your friends. Take your door take your Uber's phone. Take your DoorDash's phone. Just click the button. It's all they don't have to listen. It's all you gotta do. But that's it. We'll be back on Thursday with our regular episode. We hope you enjoyed this. And as always, thanks for joining us on The, the Long, Long Road, Road Home. Home. We'll see you guys in a couple of days. Bye bye.